When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to The Therapy Podcast with your host, Shloimi Balsam. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Therapy Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today we're going to be talking about Adlerian therapy. Let's talk a little bit about Alfred Adler because as we've seen in the past, very often you can mark a connection between the creator of a therapy style and the therapy model itself. So we'll talk a little bit about Adler and maybe at the end after talking about his counseling theory we can tie in what about him made him design therapy in this way. So he was born in 1870, passed away in 1937. Uh, We don't have that much footage of him on YouTube. Uh, Just like one little clip I picked up on. We do have some stuff. He was, he did teach uh, through live demonstrations. So there should be, uh, you know, there wasn't that much video footage, 1937, you know. Um, but there should be a lot of documentation of his stuff. Adler, as a child, overcame illness and physical limitations. And we're going to see that manifest in his style of therapy when it comes to pushing people to take their inferiorities, their downs, the, the things that they somewhat lack, and through encouragement, push them to excel in that area. Could be another way areas also, but like use that, like I'm down, I'm going to use this as a springboard to push up as high as possible. He invented the idea. He pioneered. He was a pioneer in training teachers, social workers, and physicians using live demonstrations. He developed a phenomenological approach. That means studying the phenomenon, studying what is being discussed in the session through the eyes of the one who is experiencing it. He stressed social interest. One of his huge, something that will really stick out if you're watching a therapy session, if you spot familial relationships, birth order, sibling relationships, it's called uh, family constellations. If you see that going on in a, in a counseling psychotherapy session, you know that you are watching an Adlerian at work. As we mentioned, he taught to be encouraging and look to find out where those basic basic mistakes in the client's private logic are um the therapy the therapeutic relationship is a collaborative partnership in adlerian therapy so what is this phenomenological approach adlerians attempt to view the world from the client's subjective frame of reference you want to see it the way that they are saying it how life 
is in reality is less important than how, than how the individual believes life to be. It doesn't matter what's true. It, it's true to him. That being said, it's not the childhood experience that's crucial. It's the, the present interpretation of these events. Uh, it's un- unconscious instincts in our past do not determine our behavior. Uh, he would stress choice and responsibility, meaning in life and the striving for success, completion and perfection. At the end of the day, yeah, you have asthma, but you can grow up to be beat the world record of holding a breath. David Blaine had asthma issues as a child, and he stayed underwater for like over 17 minutes. First time didn't work out so well, but check it out. He actually made it. Um, he, uh, Adlerians focus on inferiority feelings. And we motivate to strive for success or superiority. We focus on subjective experiences. What happened in your experience, not what happened. What was your view? What did you take from it? What were your feelings during that experience? Okay, and then the term dysfunction is an Adlerian term. That's mistaken beliefs, faulty values, and goals that are never achieved. That can lead to ineffective functioning. Discouraged or fearful people, they don't act in in line with social interest. Dysfunction in an area of a life task like friendships, uh, friendships, intimacy, or work, that can be an indicator of a psychological disorder. Something is dysfunctional. It's off. He doesn't believe honestly. Something is faulty in his values. So there are a number of phases uh, there's a four-phase stage in Adlerian counseling. First, you establish a relationship. A good client-therapist relationship. You have cooperation, mutual trust, respect, confidence, collaboration. We're working on this project together. And goal alignment. At the end of each session, you should be looking at the same goals. This is where we are. This is where we're heading. Phase two is to discover the individual's psychological dynamics. It's a holistic assessment. It's a lifestyle assessment. Early recollections, feelings, and thoughts are about situations a client says occurred before the age 10. Say, okay, what do you remember as a child? You want to get the entire picture. Uh, Albert Ellis, who... who is the founder of Rational Emotive Behavior Therapy, he would skip this entire step. He doesn't care about what happened in the past. But Adlerians are going to be focusing on on the whole... You, you want a whole picture. You want to know what's this... Why are you doing this? What's What are the stems? What are the roots of the issues in the present? Our EBT is just going to say, okay, this is what the deal is. Let's deal with what we have. Um... So it's the advantage in Adlerian therapy to actually know what what are the causes, where is this coming from? And in phase two, so we get those early recollections and we establish goals and motivate the client. Just setting the goals and having them walk out without any interest to actually accomplish them, not going to work. 
If you set a goal to wake up 5 a.m. every day, but you're not motivated to do so, I guarantee you your pillow will outweigh your commitment. Next, we explore private logic. We want to understand the client's concepts about their set themselves, others, and life. And you just sit and listen, take it all in. If you need to take notes, do that and give back an oral summary. Tell them, okay, so this is who you are. This is what you think. These are your perspectives. And just being able to hear someone tell you who you are, how your mind works, what your paradigm is, just that summary is vital. It's incredible. Like you can see the results of that. Just imagine being able to to hear someone give you an honest description of yourself. And the interesting thing here is that you're actually just telling them what they just told you, but it works. When you hear it from someone else, it's just it's just different. You can't argue. That's exactly what you just said. You're like, yeah, I, I guess that's true. Next, we disclose mistaken goals and faulty assumptions in the person's lifestyle to encourage self-understanding. This has to go hand in hand with with the encouragement because um, otherwise you're getting near gestalt therapy where you're just pointing out like, oh, wait, they, you're wrong about that. It has to be done in an encouraging way. Like maybe it's, it seems like you're going towards a, a negative outlook over there. Uh, you could probably get more out of thinking it another way. How else would you be able to think about it? Give it, give them a positive, constructive, it's not criticism, it's positive, constructive observation. Phase three is when we encourage self-understanding and insight. We interpret the client's underlying motives, disclose hidden goals or behavior. This is where we're going to try to figure out why they do things. It could be based off their childhood, uh, you know, under 10 experiences and how they grew up and where in the family they grew up, how, how they were treated growing up. That could be part of the motivation. Not necessarily, but that is something that that Adlerian therapy focuses, uh, focuses a lot of attention on. It's, a, it's an emphasis. And I'm going to say like, wait, so what's your goal when you're doing these behaviors these you're doing something destructive why what's what's going on in your head when you do that and uh you explore that a little bit in phase three in phase four you've really dug down into into the lower chambers the uh underground tunnels and now we're going to go in for some reorientation and re-education now we're turning towards a more positive path for the future the phase four is actually when when we we phase from the past to the future we focus on providing information teaching guiding and offering encouragement to discourage clients then we help clients correct faulty assumptions and, and conclusions we help clients modify lifestyle and goals to more effectively navigate life tasks we develop clients' sense of belonging and assist in the adoption of social interest. Consciousness is focus of therapy. Awareness. Every therapy we're going to talk about is developing an awareness. Understand, this is how you think. 
let's now that we're sitting here and understanding ourselves how can we think correctly and extract those faulty assumptions and conclusions that we play with our own mind Adler's most significant and distinctive concepts are social interest. This is the sense of identification and empathy with others. You're understanding who this person is. How they relate to themselves and the people around them. How other people have related to them. How they see themselves. And that takes a tremendous, that, that, that's a force of empathy to be able to really get into their mind's eye. We, we also look at the community feeling, right? The sense of social connectedness. Happiness and success, they're largely related to social connectedness. Many problems are related to the fear of not being accepted by the groups we value. Anxiety comes from that fear. The fear of not being accepted. So we're looking at their social life, their social understanding, their view of themselves within the social organism and trying to find a way for them to accept themselves. And accept the fact that they may, may or may not be being accepted. And it's okay to not be accepted as long as you are accepting of yourself. Adler has five psychological positions. Let's talk a little bit about the uh, the birth order. It's not an exact science, but it's very cool. It's definitely a sweet party trick. You could tell someone, oh, so, okay, so where are you in your line and your family? And then you could tell them a lot about them based on that. It's not 100% accuracy, but you could really get a, a real sense of who they are and, and what makes them tick. Obviously, there can always be another outside factor which can uh, interject and interfere with the standard development of a child. But in general, there are five types of children, five psychological positions. Number one, there's the oldest child. He gets the most attention. He can be spoiled and he expects to be the center of attention. Number two, you have the second of only two. So he behaves like he's in a competition. And can very often be the opposite of the first kid. If there's more than two children, then the second kid, the, the, the middle children, they often feel squeezed out. I don't really fit in. Like, we're, which brother is my brother? Uh, I'm not the oldest. I'm not the youngest. I'm sort of in, mixed into the crowd. The youngest acts like the baby. Spoiled. Um and needy the fifth is fifth type of, of, of psychological position is the only child that's where he does a child an only child can have a hard time learning how to share or cooperate with other children but he can be really good at dealing with adults the goals in Adlerian therapy is to have a collaborative relationship. Develop a sense of belonging. I, I, I go into this session to work with my counselor towards a goal. Me and him, this is our project. 
Encouragement is the most powerful method available for changing a person's beliefs. Everything must have an undertone of encouragement. It helps build that self-confidence that's lacking and it stimulates the courage to be able to take on the goals that you're going to set together. Discouragement is the basic condition that prevents people from functioning. And I watched an Adlerian therapy session. Look, his name is John Carlson. He's a huge Adlerian therapist. Um, he taught Adlerian therapy and you could see he was looking to see where the discouragement was uh, given to his client. And, who was discouraging her and how she reacted to it and address that talk that through like okay so now we have to we have to between between the client and the counselor we have to find a new empowerment a new courage to counteract the discouragement received from was it her father and husband Clients are encouraged to recognize that they have the power to choose and to act differently the ball is in their court it's a scary thing, and that's why it needs to come with encouragement. The, count, the counselor is not giving them any freebies. He says, okay, you're going to have to work for this. this. It's up to you. So what's his job? To identify the major mistakes, where it's a lack of confidence, the mistrusts, wherever the client is, is not being honest with, their, with themselves. It's not being true. They're looking at something the wrong way. His job is also to gather information of the family constellation, early recollect- recollections of like w- what happened to you as a kid. Do you have any any, any strong memories as a, of, as a child? Or uh, you can also look at their lifestyle assessment. Next, we want to understand, challenge, and change their life story and develop an alternative story together using encouragement. Don't recognize the base the basic mistake or private logic the views of self others and life based on a person's lifestyle help to discover the motivation of a basic mistake why do you feel that way what's causing you to look at this the wrong way very often the client won't know what to do differently this is this is all they know and then the the counselor's job is to explore new paths the fear of letting go of those old patterns for unpredictable new alternative options has to be dealt with. We have to we have to address the fear, validate it, and develop the courage to take a new path. The client might want to hang on to those old patterns even though it's unsuccessful because of that fear, because it's hard to change, because that's just what they're used to. The relationship is a relationship of cooperation, mutual trust, and respect. When starting off, you have to know what the client wants. What do they want to get from the session? What do they want to get from this relationship? Where do they want to go? How do they plan? What's preventing them from reaching those goals? How do we change unproductive behaviors into constructive behavior? How to make use of the strengths that they have? There's encouragement and there's praise. And until the client is worthy of that praise, the praise comes when they've reached a goal. Encouragement is the booster engine that propels them towards the goal. Um, Some of the techniques 
in Adlerian counseling. We have assessment. It could be a formal, it could be an actual questionnaire or informal. Just talk about what's their deal, what was their childhood like, uh, where are they in their family, how many brothers, sisters, what, what was their story growing up. Uh, early recollections, encouragements, natural and logical consequences. If you do this, then that will happen. The reason why you are getting black eyes is because you're ramming your face into a doorknob. Okay? Okay. If you yell curses at people, people will dislike you. That's a consequence. It's your. It's, it's in your court to stop doing that. There's acting as if. So let's say, what do you want? You want to be a strong, powerful person? Act as if you are a strong, powerful person. There's also a pushing the button. This is an identification where um, the client has, you give them imaginary buttons. Okay, your right hand has a button, your left hand has a button. When, if they're dealing with, let's say, anger. So, the right hand will be anger. Left hand will be calm. When they're angry, they just have to push the anger button. And when they're calm, they push the calm button. Understand that this is not going to make them calm by the intrinsic button pushing. It will make them calm because they realize, I'm furious. And when you realize uh, that you're angry or depressed, you're like, oh, hang on, wait, I don't want to be depressed. And that button pushing can trigger in their mind to stop being depressed. Uh, Catching oneself. Notice when you're craving that cigarette. Catch yourself, realize, oh wait, it was my hunger that made me want to smoke a cigarette. It was a stress. There's a person in my life that's making me uh, addicted to smoking. Um, pleasing someone, realize, okay, if, 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 there's, if, there's, if your client is a people pleaser, then you have to say, it's an awareness. Realize, uh, mark when you feel like you are pleasing someone ungenuinely due to social pressures and so on. Some of the questions that you might be able to ask when uh, digging through the family constellation, it would be like, uh, who's your favorite child? What was your father's relationship with his children, your mother's? Which child was most like your father, your mother? How? Uh, who among your siblings was most different than you? And how was that? Who amongst your siblings was most like you? In what way? What were you like as a child? How did your parents get along? In what did they both agree? How did they handle disagreements? How did they discipline the children? Probe into their childhood life, and that'll give you a view of where they're coming from. I hope you got something out of this, and that's a basic overview of Adlerian therapy. Feel free to email me at askmetherapy at gmail.com. That's spelled the way that those words are spelled, and I'll see you soon. Bye! Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.